Welcome to Morning Kids. Why, hello there. Were you looking for Friday's episode of Morning Kids? Well, then you are in the right place. You're very welcome to our final show of the week. Yep, we're already at the end of another week. But the week isn't done just yet, and we've got a jam-packed 10 minutes to get through. My name's Virginia, and I'm ready. Are you? Tell us about today. Well, I've already told you what day it is, haven't I? It's Friday, and I wonder if you can tell me the date. What date comes after the third Well, if you said the 4th, you were correct. Today is the 4th of November. And we've been speaking a little bit about how November is the last month of spring. Remember, the months of spring in Australia are September, October and November. In spring, the weather's getting warmer and warmer in preparation for summer. But that's not necessarily true in all parts of Australia. In some parts of Australia, there are only really two seasons, the wet season and the dry season. This is true in the Northern Territory and the top of Western Australia and Queensland. Here, in the tropical parts of Australia, November is the start of the wet season, when it's very wet and very hot, with heavy, heavy rains coming in most afternoons. The wet season is a wonderland for animals and plants, which is incredible to see. And I wonder, what part of Australia do you live in and do you experience the wet season? It's Figure It Out Friday. It sure is the day of the week where we answer a question from you. Now, earlier this week for My Body Monday, we learned about blindness and how some people read using a special system called Braille. So, what is Braille and how does it work? Let's figure it out together. Braille is kind of like a code that can be used to read or write without the use of our eyes. Instead, people with blindness and visual impairments can read things through touch by using their fingers. And they do this because Braille uses little bumps. If you run your fingers over a page with Braille, you'll notice lots of little bumps on the page. Each bump or group of bumps means a different letter or a different word. So just like you're learning the alphabet in school now, you would learn the Braille alphabet so you can recognize Braille letters. To read Braille, you move your hand from left to right along each line of the letters And usually you'd use both hands and most of the time you'd be using your two pointer fingers. Braille was created by a person called Louis Braille, but he got the idea from someone else and that someone was called Charles, who was a captain in the French army. Charles made a special way that his team could speak to each other when it was dark and he called it night writing. But later, Louis took Charles's idea and turned it into what we now call Braille. Because Braille is a code and not a language, it means that we can make Braille in English, French, Spanish, German, Italian and many more languages. Braille is very important for people with blindness or visual impairment, as well as being able to read books 
It means that they can read menus and cookbooks and board games and cards and signs. And if you live in Sydney, if you look very closely at a pedestrian crossing next time you're there, you'll notice that on the side of the pole, there's a sign that has the name of the street written in English and underneath it, you should be able to see some braille, which means that people with blindness will also know what street it is too. What's going on? Guys, I've got some pretty crazy news for you today. It's about a person in America who's just won a huge prize for catching a whole lot of snakes. (laughs) Let's start at the beginning. In Florida, in the United States, there's a bit of a problem with Burmese pythons. Burmese pythons are not from Florida, but some were bought there as pets and they escaped making their homes in the wild. Burmese pythons have been living in the wild in the wet, marshy Everglades area for about 40 years. And the problem is that they have been eating all of the rabbits and foxes and raccoons. So each year there's a competition to catch as many Burmese pythons as possible and to bring them out of the wild and back into captivity. And this year, 997 hunters took part in the competition, which went for 10 days. And the winner was a 19-year-old called Matthew, who caught 28 pythons. And to do this, he slept during the day and went out hunting at night when the pythons go out to hunt themselves. And Matthew won the $10,000 grand prize. But he wasn't the only one. Another hunter called Dustin won $1,500 for catching the largest python. It was a whopping 3.4 metres long. You should measure that out on the ground today just to see how long it is. Now that all of the caught pythons are out of the Everglades, it'll be a little easier for the rabbits and the foxes and the raccoons to live there. (laughs) A hearty morning, kids. Congratulations to Matthew and Dustin. I can't say I'd be brave enough to go catching pythons. What about you? Let's have some fun. Seeing as it's Friday, we've got double the fun today, our quiz questions and then our joke of the week. So let's start with our questions and we'll see what you can remember from today's show. Question number one. What is the name for the code that can be used to read without the use of our eyes. You got it. It's called Braille. And question number two today is, what type of animal did Matthew catch 28 of in the competition in Florida? A snake is the right answer. A python was the word we were using or a Burmese python was the absolute correct answer today. Well done, everybody. How did you go? What? Are you ready for the joke? Okay. Why are football stadiums always so cold? Because they're usually full of fans. (laughs) Time to say goodbye. Thank you for another wonderful week here at Morning Kids. What was your favourite thing that you learned about this week? Was it the mice and the rats for Wild Wednesday? 
Or was it talking about how we make lollies? (laughs) Or maybe it was finding out more about the red crabs on Christmas Island. Well, whatever it was, I hope you had fun and we have plenty more where that came from next week. Starting on Monday morning when you'll need your teddy bear. So be sure to be ready for that. Well, friends, I hope you have a fun and joyful day and an even better weekend ahead. And remember, friends, to be silly, but more importantly, be honest and be kind. And I can't wait to see you again on Monday. (laughs) 